is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. The Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together the Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead, dead indeed unto sin alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The appointed psalm for this morning is Psalm 144, found, found on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who subdueth my people that is under me. Lord, what is man, that thou hast such respect unto him, or the son of man, that thou, that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught. His time passeth the way like a shadow. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning, and tear them. Shoot out thine arrows, and consume them. Send down thine hand from above. Deliver me and take me out of the great waters in the hand of strangers. Whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon a ten-string lute. Thou hast given victory unto kings, and hast delivered David thy servant from the peril of the sword. Save me, and deliver me from the hand of strangers whose mouth talketh of vanity, and the right hand is a right hand of iniquity. That our sons may grow up as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple. That our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store. That our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields. That our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no decay, no leading into captivity, and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case. Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the droughts. Judah mourns, and her gates languish. They mourn for the land, and the cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Their nobles have sent their lads for water. They went to the cisterns and found no water. They returned with their vessels empty. They were ashamed and confounded and covered their heads. Because the ground is parched, for there was no rain in the land. The plowmen were ashamed. They covered their heads. Yes, the deer also gave birth in the field, but left because there was no grass. And the wild donkeys stood in the desolate heights. They sniffed at the wind like jackals. Their eyes failed because there was no grass. O Lord, though our iniquities testify against us, do it for your name's sake, for our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. O oh, the hope of Israel, his Savior in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land, and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Why should you be like a man astonished, like a mighty one who cannot save? Yet you, O oh Lord, are in our midst, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Te Deum. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and my, we worship their name every world without end. Outsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. <laughs> Here beginneth the fifth verse of the fifth chapter of the first epistle of John. 
Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Here endeth the second lesson. Together the Dignicest. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, 
We beseech thee to pour forth thy blessing upon this land and to give us a fruitful season, that we, constantly receiving thy bounty, may evermore give thanks unto thee in thy holy church, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults for our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power. Grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Morning to all. On this uh, last day of Easter, the 40th day, tomorrow is the Feast of Ascension. As we mentioned, these um, three days before Ascension, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the Rogation days are, are listed as days of solemn supplication in the prayer book, days of special prayer. And the focus is on both agriculture <clears throat> and also, you know, the God will give a fruitful harvest and, and also on, on the sort of longer term anticipation of the spirit, our Lord will ascend and then send the spirit. And that connection is made in the scriptures. In our, in our Jeremiah lesson, there's a drought and um, the land is mourning and, and the situation is, is dire. And Jeremiah turns from that sort of recounting of the drought to, um, to penitence. Lord, we know that this is happening because of our sin, but, but visit us for your sake and, and remember us. And the, the idea of the drought, <clears throat> of a physical drought being connected to the disobedience of the people is regular in the Bible. And it's probably significant we think about that we're in a drought. But we ought to remember to pray for rain uh, as God's people, that God will send that. But as we mentioned yesterday, there's this significant connection in the Bible between the way the rain is sent down to uh, make the earth fruitful. <clears throat> and as the rain comes down and causes crops to grow, so the spirit is sent down from God to us, uh, upon us. And it is only through the spirit that our own lives can become fruitful. There's an interesting verse that makes this connection very clear. Isaiah 44, 3, where he says, For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. So this idea that, that <clears throat> the gift of the spirit is likened unto water that makes us fruitful. And this kind of gets us uh, to the New Testament lesson where, where St. John um, talks about, first of all, the victory that overcomes word, our faith, our belief. And if we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, we have life. We, we live in him because through, through, through faith comes the Spirit. And therefore, because of the gift of the Spirit, we have this, we, and, and this life we have, we live in God. Therefore, our prayers are answered. Whatever we ask, we receive. And this power of answered prayer, I think it gets missed in, in um, sometimes in our culture because of 
you know, prosperity gospel things where you can believe whatever you want and get these things you want for yourself in the world rather than things that are just that are, you know, God's blessing, which contains both the dimension of the spirit and also manifests itself often in good things in the world. And so when we when we live in Christ, uh, uh, we're, we're praying for um, the fullness of the spirit in our lives to see and experience you know, both blessings, you know, of, of health and the provisions we need, but more importantly, to experience the way God is working in our lives, to understand how God is forming us as people destined for eternity through the various trials of life. And if we turn our prayer merely into, Lord, I have this visible problem, please take it away, and then assess our prayer entirely on how effectively he does that, we'll get frustrated because we won't see that sometimes the dry periods when God feels a little distant from us are opportunities for spiritual renewal. And as we start praying in the drought, as it were, we'll experience and see how what God is doing in new ways. And this is sort of the sort of purpose of Lent. But even in Easter, we understand we experience God's presence in the times of struggle. And as we begin to raise our eyes to see what God is doing, we can see more of the power of God. And so our prayer, um, there's one of the passages we had about prayer in these Rogation days for our gospel, for the Rogation days, um, where Jesus says, seek and you'll find. And as you seek and, and ask and knock, uh, uh, God will answer because he will, he, will, he will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. And now we already have the Holy Spirit, but when we're praying, for God to, to come to us in some way, we're really praying for some new measure of the Spirit to come into our lives, to give us new wisdom, new provision, new maturity. And um, I, it struck me a line in the psalm this morning where even David is sending, uh, send down thy hand from above and deliver me and take me out of the great waters. David is fighting in God. He's waiting for God to send his power and our prayer and the spiritual vows that same way. We're praying for God to send that new measure of the Spirit to answer our prayer and to lead us into a place of of, of firmer footing and an awareness of what God is doing. And it's not just the answer to some visible uh, surface thing. It's God providing for us deeply and spiritually. Obviously, it means our daily bread and answering the problems we have before us. But it but fruitfulness in the spiritual life is more than that. It's understanding what God is doing in our lives, experiencing his presence, having his life in us grow. And when that's happening, the challenges of the world seem manageable because we see God in them. We don't have that sense of God's presence. Even prosperity in the world will feel dry because it will be absent of his presence. So, just the point here today is to, is to remind me that the, the correspondence, again, between drought, lack of rain, and spiritual dryness, lack of spirit. And as we pray during rogation for God to send rain and, and the harvest, we also are praying for God to send the spirit and make our lives fruitful in new ways and, and to give us that measure of the spirit we need to handle all the things that are before us. So a couple thoughts about today's lessons. You and page 10 of our Easter Tide booklet.
Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, especially our president and our governor, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil. Give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy on the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, the Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Gather the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. 